Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. Thank you so much for joining in with us and uh, being a partner with us in uh, being a daily devotional Christian where we put the Lord first in all things. And so we have been in our love series, and now we're kind of, it's kind of changing a little bit. It's still the love series, <laughs> but we're looking at it from kind of a different angle. Jeannie, maybe you could explain that to me <laughs> so that we'll both understand it. We'll be on the same page. Yeah, the same page. <laughs> well, we we went through 1 Corinthians 13 and, and a description of what love was. And now we found another portion of scripture where Paul defines love once again in action. And this time he's writing to a church in Galatia, right? Galatia, yes. The Galatians? Well, yeah, it's several churches. Okay. Yeah. So again, it seems to be pretty common that people have a hard time getting along with each other, right? What? <laughs> because just a couple of verses before this in Galatians 5 and 15, it says, if you keep on biting and devouring one another, watch out for you will be... Uh, destroyed by each other wow so that's the mindset of what this he's jumping into to try to help them to get along better and again you know when we get emotional and we get involved with people and our feelings and all that uh, we lose sight of the big picture yes and sometimes we're just knee-jerking and reacting to whatever's coming at us you know and he's wanting us to step back and really examine you know what does it look like? Let's break it down. What does love look like? What does getting along with each other look like? Mm. What does it not look like? You know, yeah. so that we can kind of we can recognize it quicker and train because we're in training with the word and he's training these people because it doesn't just happen. You know, we're all of a sudden we're just we know everything and everything fits where yeah. it's supposed to and we never get off track. But we we are in a training process and we are recognizing the legitimate, the not legitimate, and how to get the power to stay in the place where God wants us to be, which is total dependence on him. Yes. But and, if we're caught... And our focus and our looking towards him. Yeah. Right. I had, uh, I had breakfast with a pastor friend of mine a few days ago, and he was saying that he had gotten all into the news. And he said... All of a sudden, I realized I was going, yeah, look at them and look what they're doing. And that's not right. And, you know, he's it just caused him all this consternation. Mm-hmm. So uh, he said he decided to turn off the news and and to focus in on the Lord. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's great. He recognized it. Yeah. And that's what we're doing right now is we're trying to help ourselves, you know, recognize when we're off track or when we're in sync and have the hope that uh, these good qualities of love are available for us to have in our own life and to give away to others, but it's dependent on God's power. So that's something really to look forward to rather than just beating yourself up all the time like, oh, I blew it again, I blew it again, I blew it again. No, go to God (laughs) and allow him to help you and give you what you need. So that part's really exciting because the supply never runs out. So in this journey of recognizing love and what's not love, 
we talked about love being the fruit, you know, of the spirit, which is love, and that it's got different pieces of fruit, different characteristics. So we already spoke in the last couple of days about joy and about peace. And today we're going to be hitting on long-suffering. And uh, yeah, That's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, and in New Living Translation, it, it calls it patience. In fact, New Living Translation <laughs> says, but the Holy Spirit produces fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. So mm. um, that's New Living, and, and we're looking at New King James, which is calling it uh, long-suffering. So when I think of, I've been asking myself this, because obviously I don't okay. want to just memorize things. And I want to recognize when I'm off track. So I was like, I can be impatient. I know everybody can. You can be impatient, right? Sure. So what triggers it off in me? What triggers it off in you? I mean, we all could ask ourselves that with the Lord. And for me, and I know you probably have other things that you know stand out for you, but for me, when I get impatient, <laughs> one of the first things I think of is I just didn't allow myself enough time. And when I crunch myself into a small time space and I have to get somewhere or do something, I get very impatient with myself, with everybody around me. Yeah. In fact, Alistair Begg, who we really like as a pastor, said that um, rushing is uh, one of the number one sins, he believes. <laughs> because when you rush, then you make these rash decisions and you're emotional and uh, get you in all kinds of trouble. Yeah. So you rush because you're impatient because you didn't allow yourself enough time and you didn't plan ahead of time. So that's something I fall into quite a bit. And I think the second one for myself is expectations. You know, I'll have an expectation to maybe get a project done by a certain amount of time and effort or uh, expectations that, you know, somebody else is going to be doing something and they're not, or they're not doing it quick enough, or expectations on God, you know. Uh, I thought this would have been done by now, Lord, or what are you doing, you know. So sure. when I don't have those expectations met, I get impatient, yeah. and that gets me into a tizzy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like what you just said. It's like, you know, why won't God answer my prayers? You know, it's like, uh, I've been praying for five minutes now. Right, right. <laughs> and yeah, I think that that's a big part of it. Uh, you know. What about you? What happens in your mind when you think about uh, well, you with know, impatience? Uh, for instance, like when I'm driving, and uh, you know, green means go, and uh, the yellow light means go faster. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> okay, that's dangerous. <laughs> you know, today I I oh, you know, I was with uh, my mom visiting my sister and. I uh, saw the light turn yellow, and I stopped. And the car next to me, he punched it, and he went right through there, you know. And I was like, okay, that guy's in a hurry for sure. Mm -hmm. But, uh, w well, when I think of uh, patience, I automatically think of how patient the Lord is with me. And that he is, you know, slow to anger, and, you know, he's merciful and he's he brings me along and so i think if he's so patient with me then certainly i should be patient with other people and as yourself. well 
and, and as well myself. Thank you, Jeannie. It's very kind of you. I was thinking of Psalm 123 too. You know, it's wait on the Lord. And, you know, uh, and then he'll renew your strength as you wait on him. That's a yeah. great psalm. And then there was a song that we sang at Calvary Chapel in the tent days that was off of that. Just wait, wait on the Lord. Learn your lesson well. In his timing, he will tell what to do, where to go, and what oh, to say. Yeah. Remember Ooh, that song? That's an oldie. That's a really oldie. It's probably 45 years old. Yeah. yeah, but I remember the learn your lesson well, because in his timing, he will tell what to do, what to say, and where to go. So again, this all He used to comes sing back. a song to the kids. Have patience. Have yeah, patience. That's true. That was Don't Veggie be Tales. in such a hurry. And they hated it when you sang that uh, to them. <laughs> when you get impatient, you only start to worry. Remember, remember, God, God is patient, is patient too. too. So, so think about those times that he has always waited on you or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, patience is a big one. You know, yeah. that is huge. Uh, there's a brother at church that says uh, he can tell what God wants him uh, to be patient because he'll be uh, driving and then every slow car in the world will get in front of him. <laughs> and he'll try to change lanes and another slow car will get in front of him. <laughs> and he'll finally go, okay, Lord, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> be patient. So again, we're recognizing patience as a virtue by God. My goodness, we just ran out of time. Oh. We'll finish it up next time. Thank you, Lord, for loving us and giving us this 10-minute slice of heaven. Bless my brothers and sisters. Encourage their hearts today. And be patient. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.